0: All right. So did we come up with a name? It's Startup Tips? I think it's Startup Tips. All right. I'm pretty sure it's Startup Tips. Okay. <laughs> let's let's go with that. Um, cool. Well, this is our first episode. Thank you for being here, hosting Startup Tips. Um, do you want, we'll do some intros. Well, you want to talk about a little bit what you want to get out of this? what we're doing here, who you are, and then I'll go.
1: I'll start with, uh, yeah, maybe just introduce myself briefly uh, to set the context, set the stage without going too long and in too many excruciating details. And then why don't you go yourself, Scott, and then we can kind of talk about why we're here, what we're here to talk about, uh, what we're hoping to provide in value. But um, basically, my name is Uh, Nathan, and for all of uh, those that are going to go look up who we are, um, uh, just a full uh, starting disclaimer that anything that is said or shared uh, in this recording and this podcast are my views and my opinions only. They're not related to any company that I have worked for in the past or currently work for. Um, But essentially, so yeah, my name is Nathan, been a technologist now for way too long, I don't want to date myself, uh, because then you're going to stop wanting to talk to me Scott, Um, but about 20 years started when um, my mother brought our first digital equipment corporation computer home from work. I was, I don't know, I was probably seven eight years old something like that and uh the you know typical story nobody knew how to get it to work at home so I got interested and I started playing with it and I started you know figuring out how it worked and then um also fairly typical story for a 10 year old kid at the time or whatever I wanted to start playing games on this thing so I needed to figure out how to add more memory and get a better graphics card, and all this stuff that uh, very few people do today, I think. Um, But anyhow, that's how I started in in technology. Um, I'd say my first startup adventure was when I was between uh, school, so like summer breaks between school, high school at this uh, point in time. And um, there's a company that was based not far from where I grew up that uh, was setting up events and conferences. Uh, One of these events and conferences was to happen in South Africa, and I wanted to go to South Africa. So I asked the person responsible for the uh, event, you know, how can I go to South Africa? Uh, Because I want to try this. Uh, and I want to travel with, with you guys and get the opportunity to go. And he said, well, if you can build a, a content management system online to manage this, I think it was like 7,000 person event, um, you're in. And at the time, um, I didn't know a whole lot. I hadn't built anything. So spent a weekend figuring things out, how to use Dreamweaver, for those that remember Dreamweaver, and databases, You know, starting with Microsoft Access and stuff like that. But figured out that um, I could do enough damage after researching it and trying stuff for a weekend that I went back the following Monday and told the person that was running the conference that um, I knew how to build a a content management system uh, for a 7,000 person event uh, in South Africa. So he said, okay, let's do this. So I started that. And then that was really my start, so built that. I did get the chance to go to South Africa and you know do, do the event thing, which was obviously a, a, a whole lot of fun and what I had set out to do. Um, and after I was hooked, I guess I was into technology, I really like technology, just wanted to continue. So I got my undergraduate degree in computer science uh, in Switzerland, Geneva, Switzerland, then uh, felt like I needed to do more, wanted to do more Moved to New York, got my uh, graduate education in computer science um, in New York City. And then uh, while I was doing that, started a company that did, um, or a a fellow student and I basically started a company uh, that did, uh, we were trying to break through in like the electronic gift card space, just having like a central marketplace and repository for electronic gift cards. Um, and that failed miserably. It went nowhere. Um, so, you know, that was pretty harsh. We wanted to live the dream and try the, the startup thing. And of course, the first, first, first one we try goes nowhere. Um, and then, um, after that essentially, uh, was approached by a couple Harvard PhDs that, uh, had this idea for, uh, and that had started very early stage, started a company for, um, collaboration and, and just, you know, collaborative workflows for the construction industry, so how you build massive, you know, airports and stadiums and things of that nature, and they were looking for a person to join them and help with, like, kind of the, the technology piece um, and have a more established, like, a technology person join uh, their, their thing, which is when I joined them, and we built that from you know, relatively small company, which I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to get into the gory details to uh, a successful story where we sold to a fortune 600, 500, not entirely sure company. Um, At which point, um, you know, I joined that company and kind of helped, uh, again, with a lot of other folks, but was instrumental in kind of helping transform that company to, uh, you know, more modern software practices, continuous integration continuous deployment, automated testing, building, you know, SaaS products, building mobile products, things like that. Um, and I still do that today, essentially, and uh, uh, helped advise others starting um, their own company as well uh, on a few fronts, some friends and folks in Europe, as well as some around here. So we can go into all those gory details, but I will stop here so I don't hog the mic, uh, Scott, and give you a chance to speak up.
0: Well, that's hard to follow.
1: Um, and good.
0: Thanks for the disclaimer. I, I should do the same thing. Um, all of my opinions are my own and uh, does not represent anyone I currently work for or have worked for in the past. So thank you for reminding me. Um, we'll put a little thing in the beginning. But no, that was really cool. I would definitely want to talk about all the gory details of uh, what you just went through. Um
1: and the thing but, that I didn't say, but it was giving you opportunity to jump in at one point, uh, Scott, is uh, to let everyone know where you and I met, because we have worked together and worked together yeah. for, for a bit, but that's part of your story, so you okay, go Okay, that. Yeah,
0: all right. Um, so my name's Scott. Um, my introduction to technology was a little bit different. Um, I wasn't good at math or computer science growing up. I had computers, but that was like dial-up, dial-up era, so it was pretty pretty easy to get started. Um, Didn't do well in school till after college, which is pretty ironic. We can talk about that. Um, But realized my senior year of college that I wanted to get into computer science. And I was too broke to keep studying. So I decided to start playing with online algorithm trainings. Uh, Eventually, Moved to San Francisco to do a little short stint at a boot camp, which got me started. And then I did a bunch of contract roles in the Bay Area until I got my first internship at a company. I um, can't remember the name, uh, but it was in like the storage space, uh, on-demand storage. Then your uh, one of your ex-teammates made a post on Facebook and I called him. And then uh we started working together at Autodesk. Um so that was that was an awesome, that was like, I'd say that was my first big, big boy engineering job. Um, You were a big boy. Yeah. And then after that, uh, I was there for a little bit. Uh there's some company stuff that happened, went to a consultancy, came back to Autodesk for about three years. Um and then have been hopping around a little bit. Since then doing full stack development, focusing on front end or user interface development as of recent, Um, but started my own company uh, a couple years ago, built it from the ground up with a partner who's mainly product focused um, and consulted some smaller businesses on best practices, um, which is actually kind of terrifying. How entrepreneurs are building stuff these days and think just making their life a lot harder for themselves. But and now we're here doing a podcast. Now we're here. Yeah.
1: Was that um, a planned segue there to tell tell everyone why we're here, what we're gonna talk about? How- <laughs> it
0: just, no, because it, it worked It just well, worked, worked, it worked so well. Why are yeah. we
1: here, Scott?
0: <laughs> I think we're still trying to figure that out, but um yeah, I mean, personally, I just I think me and you combined have a lot of really interesting experience that entrepreneurs and professionals and even people just interested in the technology space can benefit from, or even piggyback off of things we're talking about and hopefully come in and chat with us. Um, Technology is this black box, especially even when you talk to people in the technology space that aren't engineers, the technology aspect of it is just this like, Voodoo abstraction that no one knows how it works, um, but I think being educated on how those things work help you make decisions to make your business more profitable or help you with your own business getting started doing something. Um, so that's that's my take on it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think you covered most of it, right? I think what um, at at this point in our careers, I guess both you and I have. Um, different profiles right i'm now Mm -hmm. in uh you know senior management for engineering groups and whatnot um i've uh you know spent quite a bit of time building teams processes practices around building and delivering software you know after having done that uh in the smaller you know startup space um and you're still very actively uh an engineer right an individual individual contributor uh, you know, leader on the various teams that you're a part of. So I think our two perspectives are going to be very uh, complementary to each other. To just talk about what it takes in general. To if you have an idea, whatever that might be, it may be a business, it may not be. It may just be an idea of something you'd mm. like to try to create and see how to get there and how to get it to go um, and and launch it. See if you could get feedback from people and whatnot. And um, uh, I think. Us talking about our war stories, us um, walking through, you know, our recommended practices for what they're worth. They're ours, you know, based on years of experience, but um, going through some of those practices and experiences that, that we have, and, you know, we hope to share with everyone. Hopefully we'll be able to, bri- uh, be able to provide value, sorry, to folks that are looking for um, trying their own hand at building a technology product, whatever that might mean. Um And, you know, like many of these, you know, conversations or whatever, we're hoping for as much interaction as possible, right, from all of you out there listening so that we can steer the conversation in the uh, the direction that people find the most um, useful and helpful, right. Um, we plan on doing some more technical, deep dive, you know, demonstrations, how to's getting started. So some of these episodes will have, you know, recordings or video recordings associated to them. Uh, Some will not, some will be more, um, you know, people related, how do you interact with, uh, you know, individuals, you know, when you have, you know, either good or bad situations, how you navigate those, Um, what are, you know, process, you know, partnership, whatever, you know, considerations that you need to take uh, or keep top of mind, depending where, where you are in your um, venture. So, um, hopefully, we'll be able to provide some value and and some tangible, actionable things for you to start your journey in technology. I like that. I'm gonna.
0: I, I'm just gonna let you you lead. That was great. That was very
1: concise. And, until I have to show a <laughs> Hello World example, and then hey, the, I got you. It's the computer fine. is gonna melt.
0: No, it's all good. No, yeah, I think that was. I think that was really good. Also, something I don't see a lot of resort. This this is piggybacking off of what you just said. I really like how you how you open it up to people with ideas or just people in the space of technology or outside of like people working in tech. But maybe you just have an idea and you want to see if that's even possible. Um, I think a lot of benefit will also come from people who. Are interacting with technical people in a, I don't want to say an indirect way, but like the first person, the first type of person that comes to my mind are recruiters. Like yeah. there's, there's a very, the very simple 80, 20 of understanding the technological space that will make hiring more effective. And you'll be able to source the right candidates faster than mm-hmm. maybe some people. They're just it seems like they might just be scared or they got put into this role and they don't know where to even start. Um, so I'm really excited to, to walk through all of that. Um, yeah.
1: And just to kind of tee things up for, you know, the next time you and I chat, right. Um, and obviously as, as you were saying earlier, it's still new, right. We're, we're starting this thing here, this conversation um, these, this show for lack of a better term. Um, so a lot of it, we're still going to be hiring out based on feedback that we can get from from everyone out there, right? But in, in your opinion, Scott, just to, you know, get things started, right? Where where do you think we, we start this conversation and this journey, like, you know, next week or whenever we do the next one? Mm. Um, what comes to mind if when, for you, right, when you have an idea, because you said, you know, you've obviously started your thing, you know, your company. Yeah. Um, you've been part of teams, you've been growing and building technology for some time. Um, if you, say, have a new idea, you know, a hobby of yours or whatever that turns into a potential idea for technology, where do you go next in your head, right? Or friends or online or whatever, right? What's next? What's the first thing you, you mm. think about? And I'll then try to answer the question myself.
0: Yeah, that's a really good That's a really good point. Something I've been seeing a lot of is these, these uh, movements for lack of the better term, no code, um, which so you have WordPress, you have no code, you have all of these, just get your idea out there, which I think is the most important part, like validate, don't spend a bunch of money building a thing that you haven't validated yet. And all of the people I follow that are successful always say, Hey, What's the least amount of time we can get this thing to see if we can get customers doing it? I think the next, which is important to understand your options, like how can we get something built immediately to test that we have a customer base to move, to take step one? I think that step one is, oh, sorry, go
1: ahead. So sorry, is there a place where, because that's very interesting, obviously, but is there a place where you might want to do some market research and validation before even you start building something? Oh, Cause you said something like, yeah, you know, let's build something simple and cheap mm-hmm. to test out our theory. But is there a step before that maybe where you kind of do some market research, figure out, has somebody else done this out there right already? Does it already exist? You know, should I, you know, ask around, look around, search, right. Or do you go straight into building?
0: No, I, I, I use, that's a great question. I use, air quotes building in a part of the market research phase. Uh, check, see Are there competitors? Does this exist? But we could just put up like, it's easy to go to a website like card and just get an email capture form, pay for some Google ads, and then see if there's an interest. Like you get a sales page. So like that's part of my re- market research process. You could also just go old school door to door, depending on your service and say, I know uh, my, my niche might be uh, men or women, certain demographic let's go find out where those people hang out and talk to them and just literally get out there there's been business ventures where i just go knock on people's doors or go to i don't know stores and ask um so that's a really good point talking i think talking about the market and something i need to get better at and maybe that's why i glanced over it is talking about the market research phase um the next part from that that i think is really important is where are the limitations once you've done market research, basic MVP, where are the limitations of the thing you've just bought into? Cause if this, this could be the next Facebook or whatever, or this could be something that you just throw away. But knowing where your limitations are now, I think will really help you make decisions um, for the future. Meaning, Okay, we invested in I put a no-code site up in 10 minutes and people are using it. Okay, if I have 10,000 people per month using this, what are my limitations technically to make this into a custom like an actual business that I can throw engineers at? Yeah. That's yeah. that's a rant, but that's kind of that's what comes to mind when you ask me that question.
1: And it totally makes sense. I think where, you know, where I'm coming from is, you know, both and kind of a lot of what you just said, right, there was either explicitly said or implied, you know, effort, either in time mm. or money, right, to purchase ads, I think you said, or, or, you know, do a no-code site real quick and dirty and see what that's like. I'm, you know, I'm putting myself back in, in, you know, the shoes where I have to go through this and do this again, right? I think I would spend quite a bit more time spending no money, not building anything trying to understand the my competitive landscape right for lack of better term just understanding has anybody else done anything even remotely similar to this right and again that's where I think you know google's your friend uh mm-hmm. and, you know people that you might know that are in the technology space uh you know you could reach out to talk to I think um I've, I'm finding that there's there's a lot of Dedicated groups on Facebook, right, where you could go search around, look on Facebook, find groups that might talk about your subject matter, right, and see and ask questions, see what's out there, um, and then just do a bit of investigation there. And I, I would go, I would go through that even before trying a WordPress or no-code or you know right, Squarespace right, right. or whatever website, because all of those will come with some level of effort. Uh, potentially an experience depending on your profile and background as well as mm-hmm. you know time and money right um, and there's a lot that you can do before even spending a single dollar right um, totally. and I think you know I'd, I'd get a solid feel for that before going into um, like the the quick and dirty you know mm-hmm. air quotes here you know prototype or mm-hmm. no code site or even you know a balsamic walkthrough, right? Like a click-through prototype for customers, right? But that's just me. Where do you draw the twenty-five li- percent success rate? So, <laughs> hey, that's pretty really good. Where where do you draw the line on?
0: Because what I guess why I go why I lean heavy heavy on the uh, just get it out there like it's like an anxiety thing is it's like a it. It's that quick first step to take the next step. When I do research, I get really lost in, is this enough to validate my thing to actually move forward? And then I get, I don't want to say insecure, but I get concerned that I might have a bias or my sample of research is swayed to then invest more time. Like where's your line of investment in terms of research to take that next step.
1: Yeah, and I think all of the things that you just mentioned are probably worth their own whole show to talk mm-hmm. about, right? Because um, I think a lot of the art, I don't know that it's a science yet, right? But a lot of the art is to find that fine line of not going down the analysis paralysis road where all you do yeah. is spend hours and hours researching, right? And But get enough that you've validated that actually, yeah, there is nothing that resembles my idea out there. So I get a pretty strong feel for this. And now I should take it to the next step like you're describing. Or, you know, Quick and Dirty might get you 20 results on, you know, Google or whatever that shows stuff that is very, very, very similar. And if that's the case, then I would go back not to the blank drawing board, but to a drawing board where I could try to understand, well, is there something special or different that I can bring and provide uh, to make my product or, or service or offering or idea different, right? Mm. It doesn't, you know, it's not because five things exist out there that you're, you're done and screwed, right? You can come up with other value adds. Um, but you're right. Yeah, and again, you know, I think that's one of those where we probably talk about it forever. Yeah, totally. our own have You know, a few sets of, uh, you know, episodes and shows on that alone, just to better understand, you know, what next. Cool. I think,
0: I think we have, uh, I, I really like where this conversation went. I think we have a really good, like teed up next couple episodes. Um, yeah. Did you have any closing thoughts or anything you wanted to discuss before?
1: No, I think, um, you know, to not just, you know, we could go on and on and on about this, right. Which is also yeah, why we you know, want to come up with, you know, this show, right. Because these are topics that are worth talking about, right. That, um, you know, hopefully people will find value in and um, that I personally haven't seen a whole lot of available content out there that yeah. will go into these particular conversations. So we'll, we'll keep these types of conversations for, you know, future episodes by, you know, by design, right. That's exactly why, why we're talking um and you know between now and then um you know maybe you and i can start thinking about something you know an idea that we may want to build and kind of use that as a test case and run through okay so what's step zero right Mm, yeah do it like do it together yeah but you know for today i guess you know that was us startup tips (laughs) um scott and nathan thank you for your time scott thank you nathan i know you're busy and we'll talk again very soon Sounds good. And of course, um, where can people uh, interact? Yeah, I was actually going to ask
0: you, did we, did we get a domain? It is Do somewhere, okay. I think. <laughs> it's not .com because they wanted too much money for it. It's not um, .com, no. Yeah, I, I'm going to go make a, a Spotify for us and Twitter right now. Um, but I'll post it in the show notes at the bottom. So TBD, Perfect. but I will have a better, I'll have a better answer for you next time. Awesome. Um, and then maybe we'll do a little Instagram, a little Instagram action.
1: Sounds good. I love it. All right, Scott. Well, appreciate awesome. it. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Nathan. All right. Cheers.